The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to another episode of MASH Minute, where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film one minute at a time. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm Tierney Steele, and with us today... Kathleen Mucklin! Woohoo! Woo! Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen was one of my first podcasting friends I made, basically. Yeah, we go way back, Tierney. <laughs> yep. We, we go back to before Wonder Woman came out, which feels like a billion years ago now. <laughs> I mean, basically in podcast time, yeah, it may as well be a millennia ago. Remember when we were worried if Wonder Woman would be good or not? I, yes. So young. Oh, so young and naive. We had no idea the success that Wonder Woman would be. This is going to be a very different experience. I mean, tell me about it. I mean, this, this, (laughs) the minutes that I've seen from this movie, it's like, whoa. Like, so let me, uh, let me tell our listeners real quick that today we're specifically talking about Minute 64, which begins with Hawkeye saying hi, baby, to someone, and ends with painless lying in state as Hawkeye explains a rare privilege to Lieutenant Dish. And now, Kathleen, I would like <sighs> you to explain your process for guesting today. <laughs> Okay, so we're doing an experiment, all right? So when I guessed if it's a movie that I haven't seen before, it's been a long time, I like to watch that movie the night before with a nice glass of wine, in the summer maybe a Pinot Grigio, in the winter a nice cab, you know, keep it classy. But I figured, well, I've never seen the MASH movie before, only the TV show. And I was like, you know what? Let's do, let's get weird. Let's do something crazy, y'all. Let me just not watch this movie that I've never seen before at all and only watch these few minutes that I've been assigned and have everything completely taken out of context. (laughs) And let's just see what happens. And I know I'm giving my hosts a uh, panic attack right now. So we'll just see how it goes. You are so brave. I'm just really glad I didn't start with the next minute, which I feel like would have been even worse. And I'm so glad I didn't do the typical movies by minutes thing where I just have people on for a week and wherever it falls, it falls. I actually did try and split it up so that, I mean, you watched four minutes and you have a whole scene. We're being entered, like Lieutenant Dish is entering this scene and you're going to leave with Lieutenant Dish. So, like, it kind of works, but also, I can't wait till tomorrow to get your reaction to when she wonders if this person is dead, because did you assume this person was dead the whole time? Y'all, I had no idea what was going on. Okay, so let's just start with minute 64, all right? So I remember Hawkeye. All right. 
Okay, let me just, well, let's You've heard of Hawkeye. I've heard of Hawkeye. (laughs) I've heard of Hawkeye. So my parents are both doctors. They grew up watching the show MASH. They were there the day that the TV show MASH ended. They had a big party with all of their surgical friends and from the hospital and all this crap. And growing up, I fell asleep watching MASH and then would wake up and immediately go to my room as soon as Johnny Carson came on. But anyway, so I knew the name Hawkeye and I recognized the actor... Because I'm a Buffy fan, and I do like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. And I was like, is that Donald Sutherland as Hawkeye? He Is it? Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. Okay, good. I wasn't going crazy. I was like, okay, so we've got that dude. We've got Donald Sutherland, you know, Kiefer Sutherland's dad. Like, all right, we've got that going on. There we go. (laughs) And then then I'm like, this woman's name is Dish. So she's a dish. She's a literal, like, meta, like, a, uh, it's like the word is so appropriate. She's wearing this very sexy bathrobe and she's a dish and her name is Dish. I'm hoping that's a nickname. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's what she's credited as. It's what she is known as. It's what she's referred to through most of the movie. But technically it started out as a joke. It's one of those where it is her nickname, but it's been so long that like no one remembers her real name sort of thing. Okay. Cause I was about to say like in this fictitious or this, in this universe of this movie, yeah. her parents had to name her dish. So maybe like her brother's <laughs> name is fork. And then you know, she's got like, she's got a cousin I mean, named spoon. I don't know. I'll give them the implication that it's supposed to be her last name, but it did start out as a joke. It is a nickname. Okay. Good. She is Lieutenant dish. I'm so glad you called it a bathrobe because as I was like, getting ready to record tonight. I was like, does that really show my age and the social stratum I grew up in that I didn't call it a dressing gown? I mean, you could call it a negligee, you know, if you wanted to get fancy. But I mean, I could deem it, you could deem it as a bathrobe. Okay, good. Dish is blue bathrobe. I love it. I do too. I think every lady should have a blue bathrobe (laughs) and that nice powder (laughs) blue. Um, It really brings out her eyes. But man, are they getting hot and heavy in this minute, uh, Hawkeye? And dish. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, Here's they the don't thing. waste any time. <laughs> I'm real mad at Hawkeye for things that happen in prior minutes, and I'm real mad at him for something that happens in this minute. But this move is man, he's like hugging her and the pole. Like, God, what a move. It's so weird, but it's so hot at the same time. <laughs> like it shouldn't be hot, but it because it shouldn't be, it is. I don't know. It's like he's like rolling on X or something and he's just trying to feel everything. <laughs> you know, that's just what I thought. Like w- watching this minute, I was like, okay, clear- clearly they're rolling on something. Like they took something and they're just feeling the world and each other and life, man. They're just, you know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I told you it's going to get weird. I mean... Again, this is someone who has no context. So, all right, this is what you get. So he just came from a a party, would you say, Charity? Party, party, quote, unquote. And what a party it was. So he's probably a little drunk. should last three days. (laughs) Yeah. And end with a rolling rock. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. So, okay, and then like, I don't know, so he's trying to get her into bed. I'm assuming they haven't slept with each other before, but it, they they have like been romantic or this has been a long time coming, I feel like. I feel like it's been a build up to this, right? Absolutely. In fact, I was shocked that the implication is they haven't slept together because I kind of assumed they had. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really long time. We saw them get interrupted, but still. Oh my god, I'm you know, I'm not good at really anything, but I'm good at reading people and body movement. And I'm like, they've definitely wanted to touch each other like this for a long time, but they have never <laughs> uh, plowed each other before. So anyway, and then like they stop kissing. And this is where I start to get confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> You're right, because without context, this I, I, is just, a, hey, hi, baby, a couple that haven't done it yet, but clearly want to. And then to. it pans to the shot of, like, you know, a med tent, an army med tent, and there's red everywhere with candles with a guy in bed, and they're going <laughs> in there, and I'm like, I'm like, looking at me, looking at my dog, looking at the TV, I'm like, what? <laughs> We what, corrupted a dog. What in the <laughs> Sam hell did Tierney get me into? <laughs> like, what so what I love is Oh goodness. I had a priest on to talk about this movie because we're classy like that. And <laughs> Father David Mowry had a lot to say about Hawkeye's moral relative relativism, which relativism, is the 60s yeah. the 60s attitude of, well, it feels good, do it. I love the one you're with, great song, all that stuff. And I just need to punch him for this. A man would be more considerate. He wouldn't go home all tense like this. Oh my God. Here, let me help you relax. He doesn't say it like that. Obviously, it's Donald Sutherland, although I would have loved it if he had. But it's, it's so awful. And then, like, God, it's so well delivered that I didn't mean me. Yeah. Like, it's, it's. It's really well done. <laughs> yeah. Megan, what are your thoughts on this minute? You better look quiet. Do you want to know what's going on or is it more fun yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say, is it more fun going? to have no idea? Can we just keep going and then y'all kind of give me the down low, like at the, like, the end of <laughs> this the end. concept? <laughs> yeah. I okay. think a lot of it's going to come out as the minutes go on. Yeah, that's true. Okay, because the suspense is killing me, and I don't know what the hell to think. And there's this guy named Painless. His name is (laughs) That has to be, like, a nickname, like a doctor surgical nickname or something. Yes, although the Painless Pole's real name is Walt Wadowski, so... (laughs) Okay, well, that's, like, a mouthful, so Painless is definitely better. (laughs) And given the context of, like, this whole medical thing in Vietnam, like... That's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> so so we cut to the shot of... of <laughs> I can't uh, even of, keep of a straight bed. face, y'all. I was just like, I was really like, t- what is tyranny having watched? Is this like softcore porn hour? Is this like... <laughs> it's like 70s softcore porn, right? I like, was like, oh my God, I haven't... Anyway, so there's... Okay, so this scene is set up, and I loved how you put in the notes, bathed in red light. I would argue, like, showered and soaked in red light. (laughs) And then Hawkeye's like, you have the rare privilege that happens on certain occasions. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, what? (laughs) And I'm thinking there's going to be a menage a trois. He's like, okay, this is my first time with this woman named Dish. She's hot. She's wearing a... (laughs) powder blue robe like and she's blonde and I really gotta lay it on thick for this lady and it's the you know (laughs) 
It's the 60s. Hawkeye, dude, she was already into you. We, yeah. may die, we may die tomorrow, who knows? Like, I think everything just during the war times is at an 11, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like, what in the hell is going to happen next? Like, where do you go from here? <laughs> where do we go? From here. Where do we go from here? Now, I will say I absolutely love that you picked up on the Vietnam thing because are you ready for me to blow your mind? Please. This isn't Vietnam. Oh, is it the Korean War? It's Korea in the early 50s. Oh, okay. Because I know the TV show MASH was the Korean War, but you mentioned the Vietnam thing earlier on. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm dumb and wrong. Because I thought no. it was the Korean War. No. That, that was the MASH thing. Okay. It, it was. <laughs> Altman was going for a whole thing. To be fair, they filmed this in. And I realized I kept saying filming in the summer of 1969. The filming started. Because I was looking over my notes for a later minute. The filming started in April. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. the date. But I know it was April. And it finished April. in June. And then they did the pickup shot. Okay. So like like I was saying, the loudspeaker shots, because the great thing, Kathleen, is there is a loudspeaker that they use basically to do a lot of transitions in this movie. Oh, okay. I think you get one later. And sometimes they show it. And when they show it at night, the moon is in the background. They did those pickup shots late July 1969. Holy crap. Dun, dun, dun. When, yeah. So they, they were like, oh, they're astronauts on the moon in that shot. <laughs> Oh my god, that's insane. So, it was very much, (laughs) like, the anti-Vietnam War stuff was just swirling in the air when they were making this movie, and it definitely bled over. And so, I just love that. The the TV show, I think, did a better job because they were, they had a little bit more distance, I guess. And in TV, you can make a story and character development run longer than in a movie. Like, a movie is such a condensed medium to tell a story, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, that's why TV, in my view, is can be better than movies. But, um, mm-hmm. but no, so this is the Korean War. Okay, I wasn't crazy because I mm-hmm. thought I heard Vietnam, but then I was like, oh, this kind of feels like they're bashing Vietnam. And so, anyway. It's all, I mean, to be fair, it's anti-all wars. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. And I do remember in the TV show, the loudspeaker thing, they would do that a lot to keep the story moving, like the show episodes moving. I mean, do y'all think there's a lot in common with the show and the movie? Or is this like a complete departure from the show? I have to say, all I can think of is Major Burns report to whatever... Major Hulian report to whatever, Major someone else report to whatever, because those are all the major announcements of the day. <laughs> oh, oh man, sorry. Humor. Sometimes random things from MASH just pop into my head and I can't help it. <laughs> the TV show definitely feels, uh, uh, I'm going to say like a watered down version of the movie, but that feels very mean because I love the TV show and they did a lot of really good stuff with it that they couldn't in this movie and wouldn't have even if they could have because yeah. they were going for. Okay. <laughs> it's less mean spirited. Yeah, I, I'm noticing it's uh, the feeling is is not as light and fluffy and funny as the TV show. It's uh, like trippy and bizarro and reminds me yeah. of Dario Argento's Suspiria, you know, just like, <laughs> just getting weird, man. Oh my goodness. Oh. That's just my thoughts. It's weird. 
It's just weird. I have no context. <laughs> it's like you're at a friend, like when you're younger, okay? And yeah, you know, I don't know, you'd stay the night at one of your friend's houses and you try to stay up as late as possible, but you're the loser that falls asleep because you're an old person that likes to go to bed at 10 o'clock. I don't know. And then someone has a movie on in the background and you wake up every once in a while to like the weirdest clip and you're oh, like, yeah. what the hell is going on? And then you remember it. It's etched in your brain for your entire life. And you have fever dreams about it. And that's what this minute is. It will be forever burned into my mind. <laughs> well, oh I was going to invite you to watch the whole movie, but now I really don't want to. Oh, my God. It'll no, be so my, much more fun the other way. No, my husband Kyle watch it, has watched this movie many a times. He says it's great, but it's definitely... He was like, wow, Tyranny's really bold uh, for talking about this. <laughs> he was like, this movie. I was like, no, I plan to watch it, but I just, I don't know, I thought it'd be kind of hilarious to kind of come in not knowing anything and trying to yes. literally stumble through mm. the dark of what is going to happen to these characters. So the fog of war is thick around them. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then I think the rare privilege line goes over both minutes because that was I'm I'm gonna definitely yeah it does over Hawkeye's bowl is going to continue into the next minute that's all I'll say that's all okay. I'll say okay because he's, he's not Alan Alda no Alan Alda would not pull this crud no I don't think so he's too nice I do kind of like the way Hawkeye's they do- different. Oh, guys. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was just going to say, Alan Algas Hawkeye is, I mean, he could be a womanizer, but he's not this down the rabbit hole. He's nicer. <laughs> he's not hugging telephone poles. He's not holding, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? He's so, he's so enamored, he needs to pull to stay up, right? Like, he's so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's so enamored. Whatever. Was um, he dick? I don't know. To, to, to pick your poison. <laughs> He's definitely on there. <laughs> there's a hot makeout session. Dish does mention in this minute that she will be on her way in less than 12 hours. So for those of us who have been watching this movie, <laughs> we are getting ready to say goodbye to Lieutenant Dish. Her time in Korea is up and she will be heading home tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. So that really gives the incentive of her following him along into the tent. Okay. Because it's her last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, okay. I think even with his I didn't mean me and that look, she has to still assume that, like, the plan is for them to sleep together tonight. I know. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, right? Like, that's, that's it's what It's your she... last night and your boyfriend tells you to meet him late? Like, that's... that's yeah. That's, yeah. And you're leaving and when tomorrow? he says he doesn't he... mean me... Maybe he's meaning role playing. Maybe she thought like, okay, this guy's—that's his kink. He's into role playing. He's gonna <laughs> pretend like he's someone else. I mean, he's feeling on telephone poles and me at the same time. Like God knows what else he's into. So, I don't know. but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. <laughs> yes, it's like middle school where it's awkward when you're like, where are their hands and why are their hands there? That's exactly. <laughs> Right? And you're like, I mean, this is great, but I wish his hand wasn't there. What is his hands doing? I don't... Where do I, I put know, my hands he now? he doesn't know either. Now I'm, subco- now I'm conscious about where my hands are. Are they in the right place? I don't know. Ah, I nah, don't, screw I don't it. know what to do with my hands. Exactly. Like, what, what do they do? <laughs> well, now it's awkward that every time I've had to act, I've yelled that because... <laughs> <laughs> my hands! 
hands know. <laughs> my hands don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> so, yes, we will see them come into the tent tomorrow. I did want to call out the brilliant use of the way the voiceover works with this, where it's Hawkeye's voiceover mm. of us staring at Painless, and then it's one of those weird, like, when did he say this line? How long did it take them to get over here? Uh, you, you know, it's just a little funky, transition-y fun to get us all into the tent. Yeah. Mm. With what I assume you can only assume is a dead body that they're about to have sex with. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, okay, there's two options here. Guys alive, menage a trois, or the dude's dead. And it's like a necrophiliac thing. Like, either way, it's going to be really weird to watch with my dog on the couch. (laughs) I wouldn't send you necrophiliac porn. (laughs) Tyranny, I don't know you that well, girl. I don't know what you're into. I'm not going to judge. I mean, you know. You're super into Halloween. I mean, maybe I just thought it would all go together. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd be cool with it, man. You just got to let it happen. Oh my goodness. I thought you'd be cool with it, man. The MASH story. <laughs> That's the tagline for the movie. I haven't even seen all of it. I can already tell. Just go with it. Just, just go just with let, it. Just let it happen. Just let it it's, it's just it's just mash. It's just you just have to let the mash be mashy. Like what can you do? Uh. Oh, Robert Alpin. Alright, well now I'm nervous, so it's just a bunch of mashing mashness. Yeah, that's all it is. Just- do you want Do you want me to explain how I'm transitioning you to plugs? <laughs> sure. Or should I let our Should I let our listeners know that you are talking about one of the greatest movies of all cinematic history? You can You can You know do You can roll me in like roll out the red carpet a little bit if you want, Tierney. However you want to. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Red anymore because it's making us all feel very awkward at the end of this minute. (laughs) If I get out a red carpet and some candles, you might become concerned. All right. Well, my favorite color color is black. Uh, Some would argue that isn't a color, but I would punch them in the face because it is a color. So maybe roll out the black carpet, black and orange carpet. There you go. And yeah, I'm doing the movie with the thing and the plug. So you want to, I don't know how you do this. (laughs) Do I just... We don't have a plan, but that was beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Okay. I'm intrigued. I now just want to get on the bus and go over to Salem, or I guess the train up to Salem, and walk amongst crisp fallen leaves and listen to people talk about witches, which yes. you get to do all the time on your Movies by Minutes podcast. Yeah. So everybody out there, hello. My husband and I do the Hocus Pocus Minutes. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. Anytime I talk about the minute, I always think about how close Tierney is to Salem, Massachusetts, and that it's just a train away. She can do the tour of, you know, all the Hocus Pocus sets and sites and things like that. And I went there a very long time ago, Tierney. It was in the late 90s. I love the train ride. The train ride is amazing. I remember it being like (laughs) almost an hour. I I kind of forget how far it is from Boston. I don't even think it's a full. I don't. I don't. Th- well, it depends how many no. stops, but I wouldn't think it's that quite that it's long. It's under an hour. Under definitely. an hour. Okay. 
Yeah, it might be closer to half an hour, honestly. And then you get into town, you can take the little trolley around and go by Allison's house. And I just know. think like, man, I want to live there. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I loved it whenever we were there. So check it out, uh, Hocus Pocus Minute. It's part of Pele Media Group. Um, we've also done Jurassic Park Minute, Goonies Minute, and Ghostbusters Minute. So give us a, a check out on Facebook and the interwebs, the World Wide mm-hmm. Web. You know, because 32 minutes, like. 32 minutes. Thank you. You're welcome. Jurassic <laughs> Park Minute was my first Movies by Minute podcast that I listened to. Oh, really? I was like, oh, it's only That's one awesome. movie. I can do that. That doesn't feel intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so awesome. Look what your husband started. <laughs> so hey, wait, it's it both of us because I'm in this now, too. It's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What did you yeah. want to ask, Megan? Oh, I was going to say, is that who I have to blame for you getting me into this podcast, ultimately? Pretty much. It just trickles okay. down, right? It's like, yeah. you know, it's almost like a pyramid scheme. Like, I was going to say, so, so do I have to find a, a willing victim now? I mean, friend now? Like, <laughs> yeah, you've got to bring like him into the fold. That's basically what has okay. to happen. Oh, absolutely. So I think about this carefully is what you're saying. Good to know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Choose wisely. Choose wisely is what they tell me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And as I mentioned at the top, Kathleen and I appeared together on the Cosmic Geppetto podcast when she kidnapped Brad and took over his show for a few episodes. And I was also on Never Ending Minute. I guessed it on that. That was so much fun. That was such a good podcast. You and Thomas. Oh, my goodness. We had a flying dog. I mean, of course it was. (laughs) And the popularity with Never Ending Minute now with the whole latest Stranger Things, you know, that craze when everybody was singing, you know, Never Ending yeah. Story for a hot minute. I was like, ooh, you need to get on that marketing for that, Tierney. Get some listeners. <laughs> I know, but I haven't listened to the new season yet or watched the new season. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I, I still won't need say anything. to watch season three of Stranger Things. Well, I knew it was in there because everyone Tagged in you. the world let me know that it was mentioned. <laughs> Oh, Tyrion, look at this thing that happened. It's like, no, don't tell me. I haven't watched the show yet. Spoilers. Spoilers. Stop. I know. (laughs) I will say I try and be good about the fact that, like, this has been out enough that I should have watched it by now. I just, I I hadn't gotten around to it. And now I have a feeling it's going to become a Halloween thing. Like, we'll watch it in the lead up to you're a busy lady. You're a mom. You are recording 100 podcasts at the same time. And you have a job and you got to sleep at some point, right? That's what they tell me. But it turns out you just keep drinking coffee forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> you never stop. <laughs> <sighs> More power to you. So for some evenings where you switch to a rum and coke to help you relax. Oh. <laughs> but still the coke has the caffeine, so it's okay. The Cobra Libre. <laughs> CCC. That's my, that's, my, my, that's my go-to drink. Or a Coke Zero if I'm trying to be good, if I'm watching the, the sugar. Yeah, I did. I did Captain Morgan and Diet Coke, and I was like, I mean, this is fine. I'm the mother of a toddler. I don't really care. But <laughs> it, it also, in somewhat, my tongue was just like, this isn't what this is supposed to taste like. <laughs> you do better than this usually. I was like, drink your Diet Coke and like it. <laughs> <laughs> it helps if you put some lime in it, like some fresh lime. But uh, yeah, no, I feel mm. you. Diet Coke is nasty, but it's like, eh, it does the job, you know? <laughs> 
That was my go-to before I was a drink. Before you know, I could drink. I would always. It turns out if you drink seven diet cokes in an hour, you'll feel drunk. You're also, like also you're holding a <laughs> silver can. So you're if like, you're at a big party, people don't comment on it. You're like, I wasn't like this. I didn't really drink before podcasting, but now that I'm doing podcasting, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> the things That's you would never thought. That's not true, but it's a hilarious implication. <laughs> Check out the Minute by Minute community online and make your own Minute by Minute podcast brought to you by Rum and Coke. Rum and Coke and coffee products. Or in my case, Moxie. I, 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 I yeah. like that. I'm a, I'm a, goes Moxie. I go She's Moxie or or like the 1893 Pepsi because it's like a really intense Pepsi and that's really good no. with like Kraken. It's very oh good. God. Yeah, oh, Kraken rum's good. Kraken rum's good. Wow. And I think that's a really great illustration on the bottle. You know? It's oh yeah, I mean good. you got to keep the bottle for your pirate bar. You know? I exactly. Mean, it's, like, it's all good. Oh, now now I'm gonna feel bad admitting to Kathleen that my go-to is a gin and tonic. Why? But rum and coke is a close second. Like mash runs on gin. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say Bombay yeah. Sapphire is great. Like that's a great okay. gin. Um, I usually hate gin, but Bambi, 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 Jesus, I'm Southern, but good lord, Kathleen, that what the hell was that? Bombay Sapphire is really good. <laughs> it's been a long day. It has. It has it's been, been a really long day. It's been a long day, and you're very confused. I understand. <laughs> I just don't know what y'all are leading me into here. My, I just don't know. Well, Kathleen, oh, you have a rare privilege. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> oh, don't be. Oh, no! <laughs> I laugh hysterically when I'm really scared and nervous. <laughs> So Halloween is the perfect, perfect it is. holiday for No, because I'm a masochist. So, yeah, I just, like, at haunted houses, I always get Kyle to be my shield. And I just, I'm the crazy person that's <laughs> laughing hysterically going, like, ah, ah, like I'm trying to think if we have any booze-related merch, Megan. This feels like a real missed opportunity. Oh. We need to come up with a design we can put in our tea Public store. Okay. Well, actually, our logo has martini glasses on it. That's so true. That counts. So, yeah, go to our tea public store. <laughs> if you go to mashminute.com, there's a link to it through the merch button. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we're just Mash Minute on there, but the yeah. search on tea public is kind of crazy. Something to be desired. Yeah, and- I don't think you. we're one of the first ones to be put in Mash or even Mash Minute. There's a lot of MASH fandom out there in the world. We are just a small, humble part of it. Yes. I need to check that out. Y'all should actually get martini glasses with your logos on them that have martinis. So it's a martini glass and then a martini glass. I would love that. I also am just going to take every opportunity I can to put out into the world the idea of T-Public diner mugs. Yes. I I would pay for a diner mug with my logo on it real bad. Yeah, but I am really excited to add to our T Public Store our Mash Middle School Class of 1970 shirt. Yes, that <laughs> needs to be a thing. We've decided this is middle school, and Kathleen, we decided that before this very minute. That is a running gag. So, 
Kudos for picking up on it. (laughs) It's so much fun. Tomorrow's Minute does not have much middle school in it. At least not any middle school I was aware of. If y'all got stories about middle this in middle school, you let me know that because gonna it's going to get interesting. I would just like to make a promise to Kathleen and to our listeners who haven't watched ahead. This does not turn into actual porn. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. Also, if my father is still listening by minute 64, A, stop. <clears throat> But B, thanks, Dad. And it doesn't turn into porn. And you know that because you're the one who got me this movie. So (laughs) we have been Megan Tierney and Kathleen. Thank you for joining us today for this wild experiment. Please be sure to hug your loudspeaker poles. Instead of tip your waiter. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Okay, cool. I appreciate that. 